Welcome to the Raven Precision Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by field computer system architect Stefan Felstad, and in this one we go over Viper 4 version 3.1.0.71 uh, software release notes. Uh, so we get into some of the, the new features, uh, most notably the ISO Autoboom support, so there's a new widget with that. We get into a few of the bugs and defects that were fixed, and then we get into some different enhancements like uh, some job sync improvements uh, and some things with Wi-Fi. If you follow along with the release notes that you can uh, download right from our Raven Precision portal uh, under our documentation and software with the Viper 4 area, you go to software and you find the release notes for this version, so it'll be the 3.1.0.71. The release notes themselves are not very long, but uh, there's quite a bit to actually get into and, and uh, dive into with all these different points. So Stefan helps add some additional context to everything that's going on in these release notes. Uh, but with that said, I think we'll just jump into the conversation with Stefan. Um, yeah, so we're a little bit behind with this. Since these have been out for what, maybe about a month now, maybe yeah. a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I figured we could still go through the notes anyway. Uh, so if we just wanted to go through um, our Viper Four Three One release notes. Sure. Now we have our. This one's kind of blocked off and features, defects, and enhancements. So let's just let's just jump right into the the ISO Autoboom support. Now that's that widget. It's been a while since I've seen it. Is it like look and feel identical to the original Adaboom widget? It is. It is like identical look, identical feel, um, and it is a separate widget because mm-hmm. um, we wanted to keep them separate. But it is identical look, identical feel as the original widget. So you don't have to worry about it anymore whether you're you know whether you're engaged or not. It's going to show you the status right on the widget. So right, works right. just like the original in every way, shape, and form. But the but it is it is a separate widget if they're looking through the job list or the 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 widget list. Yeah, yeah, the widget list. Yeah, it's it is definitely a separate uh, uh, a separate widget in the widget list. We decided not to keep those together as mm-hmm. as the same, and we decided to have a separate widget. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm struggling with my words here today. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so uh, let's see. This one, there were a few a few uh, defects, or I guess bug fixes, and we'll just since it's on since it's laid out this way in the release notes. Figure we just go down the line. Sure, not a problem. Um, so with the the UI language text improvements, is that that's just more of our ongoing? You know, as we make new screens and they get translated and they come back and it doesn't quite fit. Is that kind of what that is? Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's that, and we also get. Um, we get some information from our partners in the sure. different areas of the world, and so our partners will will email us or call us and say, "Hey, this is the wrong term," or you know, "Oh, so sure." If our, so if we have people out there that are that are reading through this, and you know, for example, yield, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe our translation company transmit translates yield as in the monetary yield. Then our partners sure. can call us and be like, "Hey, this is the wrong yield. This is the yield you should be using." So. You can imagine with so many languages um, that 
that you kind of don't get all that. Right. And so we always take feedback from our customers too on that. Hmm. Yeah. So that's just, I suppose, as we go through uh, notes in the future, if anybody's reading notes in the future, just kind of that's the, That'll that is pretty there. much what it, it's going to be on there almost it's every time. on there every single release, yeah. every single release we have that. And um, this one in, in case uh, in particular, he said we had some uh, interns that came on and they really, they really took a deep dive. And so that's why we added it to the defects resolved is because they really took a deep dive on this and made sure that um, for this year, mm-hmm. right, for this year mm-hmm. that we, we did everything possible to make it look and feel correct. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so this this mapping with the on-screen switch box, I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. What was what was going on there? Was it just uh, not turning on not turning on when you were hitting the button? or? Uh, no, for the most part it was when you change up machine configurations. So if machine oh. configuration would change, you would lose your mapping mm-hmm. um, or your mapping would get set to all off or something along those lines. And so um, we went through the on-screen switch box and kind of just took a look at it all again and we made some changes to try to make sure that when you change your machine config, it's it clears correctly um, okay. and it resets those uh, those switch to section mappings, especially mm-hmm. when you know when you have a different machine. Sure. You sure. know, you're going to have different switches. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because that probably typically was just stored in in, in memory, and then it, it had the conflicts when it was trying to recall back and forth. Right, yeah, it wouldn't actually, like, clear anything. I think mm-hmm. right now, if you actually switch machine configs, it'll clear things out for you. Beforehand, you could have, like, a big 108 sections, yeah. and then you would have a bunch of switches to those sections, and then you shrink down to a five-section machine. Well, then, you know, if you kept the old configuration, things just wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Uh, so we clear everything out now to make sure it works right. <laughs> uh, hmm. So, and that's where some of the issues caused by changes yeah, to implement machine config, um, you know, so that's where that comes from, too, is that we, we took a look at some machine config and we tried to make changes in order to make it... Um, a little bit more intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is something that we're always looking at as uh, is, is how our systems work user interface-wise and all that. So, um, in this particular case, it was actually causing issues sure. where we couldn't use a particular machine. So, mm-hmm. um, we really delved into that particular machine. Gotcha. Um. And then we just had a bug making it so machines didn't show up on the slingshot portal on the map there? Or uh, is it's that the locations. The location? So um, mm, we actually okay. switched um, the way that we do things with our Wi-Fi now. We're able to use Wi-Fi, and so we don't have to have a slingshot modem. So between the RS1 um, and your being able to use Wi-Fi, the actual GPS location wasn't updating on the slingshot page. And sure. so you couldn't see from your slingshot page where your where your machine was. Mm-hmm. So we actually made some changes in order to make that so you can see where your machine's at, even if you're using Wi-Fi. Sure. Yeah, because tra- uh, you may have said this too. Sorry. Uh, just traditionally, that was off of that little that little puck antenna that was with uh, a sl- say a slingshot field hub. That's right? exactly right. Yeah. It was off that puck antenna with a slingshot field hub. So now so. it'd just be pulling it from the whatever the GPS correction string is that's going through the Viper for is that internal that exa- external? That's that exactly like that? right. Okay. Whatever you're using oh, for cool. your mapping is what it's using nice. now. Nice. Uh, just 
trucking right along then. So yeah. enhancements. And we, I think, actually in the last one that we had, we talked about, you hinted at this a little bit with JobSync. Um, as far as it, uh, prior to this, was it, it was only syncing when you started a job or when you closed a job? Yep, that's right. Um, so it would only sync while you're in a job. Oh, in a job. Okay. While you're All in right. a job. So if you happen to do some work and you have to lose coverage, mm-hmm. and then you came back, you shut the job down, and you came back into coverage later on, right? Um, it wasn't syncing. Mm-hmm. And so um, we we put in a lot of work and a lot of effort in order to make sure that if you drive back into coverage, that's going to sync right back up and it reacts like you think it should at this mm-hmm. point. Oh, sure. And then, so that's probably, is that part of what this, uh, uh, the fault tolerance? Yeah. Is that, kind of, is that kind of going hand in hand with it? That is. It's going hand in hand. So if you come in and out of, out of, uh, coverage areas, if you stop jobs, um, the, all those, uh, connection issues that you have with slingshot possibly, depending on the areas you're in, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's where that fault tolerance would be at. So your data is going to get synced. Um, we're constantly trying to make sure that that data is synced in the background. Okay. All right. Uh, machine distance on slingshot. So this is when using job creator, job generator, I'm guessing, or is that, um, yeah. So when using job creator, it's uh, able to display the distance. So when Mm. you go to, when you go in a pre-populated job and you go to say, ah, I want to assign this to somebody, right? Um, that's going to be able to give you the distance now um, from the location where your entry point's at mm-hmm. to your machine and so that you can figure out which machine is closest to assign it. Okay. And I, I probably need to, I need to check that out, but is that, so like as, as you're going through, as you're going through the, uh, the job generator, uh, that last screen, or you have like a little pop-up where you see the machines, you're just talking about it probably like a, distance column yep, yep. Like there's that. a distance okay. column on your different you got your different field computers or your different machines there your different mm-hmm. systems there's a distance away from mm, sure from your uh yep from your machines uh so one thing one thing that did uh these wi-fi improvements and one thing i want to hit on first is that it is moved yes and i think i know why is it because so out of my uh, curiosity is that because you had to add tabs in there is that why you had to get it out of the yeah we ran okay. out of space <laughs> yeah um yeah we totally ran out of space in that wi-fi area um and it just kind of made sense yeah uh you know the gps configurations there the you know all that kind of stuff is there so it just totally made sense to put it with the configuration items mm-hmm. you know and so so yeah we did make that call to move it and and this is really kind of our are, um, we've had Wi-Fi for a little while, mm-hmm. but this is kind of the first release that we're really able to push Wi-Fi, and we're really able to um, like make it work really well with Slingshot. Sure. And so um, between those between those um, those things, that's why we moved it. We figured it wouldn't be too big of an issue. Sure. Uh, and then our customers would find it, and hopefully this will help them find it. Well, yeah. So like that's. Uh, at least at this point, uh, well, with the exception of the personal hotspot, that's a se- that's its own separate tab in there. Uh, but for the most part, it's almost identical. But we had there were some improvements to what's that the network profile configuration. So is that like when people are setting up their own networks in advance, or 
Yeah, we kind of redid the whole the whole back end portion of it. Oh, okay. All right. And so we originally wrote our own um, back end portion of it. Mm-hmm. And um, so now what we've done is we've actually went ahead and uh, started using the um, the back end portion that's used by a lot of the uh, by basically the entire Linux community base. Oh, okay. And so um, we're able to we're able to. Um, grasp that quality mm-hmm. by that hundreds of thousands of users and put it into our product by using that particular right. item. And so that's, uh, we basically redid that whole back end to use that um, quality, reliable um, information that comes with our system. And then uh, we put a user interface layer on top of it along with some of our own special sauce. Sure. Uh, so, <laughs> such as the, uh, the ability to, when you're Pulling, you know, when you're pulling maybe into your into your farmyard, mm-hmm. it'll automatic for it to automatically switch, so that it switches over to your Wi-Fi right. versus that's kind of our own special sauce that we're mm-hmm. adding to it. That uh, that's the network priority yep. list, right? Yeah, that okay. would be the network profiles and network priority. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't. How much uh, do we want to get into the personal hotspot? I didn't. I've never. I saw the screen when I was going through and, and uh, you know, checking it out when I found out that it had moved. But uh, from then on, I had no idea, and I was just going to wait till I can corner you in a room and ask you about it. <laughs> well, yeah. So the personal hotspot, um, basically, uh, the thing there is, is that you hook up your slingshot modem, mm-hmm. right? You can get internet in places where you could never think about getting internet with your phone. Sure. Right? Oh, you right. You may not yeah. even get service with your phone, and yet you're getting internet. Because of your slingshot modem, so having that connected up to to your field computer, mm-hmm. well, then you can connect your phone to your field computer. You can start using that data via your phone if that's what you so desire, right? And that way, you can use the the data plan that you are paying for, you know, for that slingshot modem for more than just more than just uh, the field computer stuff. You can actually use that. Well, right. Connect to your tablets or yeah. Well, right, because uh, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, you know, a lot of farms or a lot of operations. They're yeah, like you said, they're going off of their personal data, and it's just it's just a matter of using it. And then also to kind of jump into it, you know, as we look at some of the new features that have been uh, created with Slingshot, those pages are now becoming mobile friendly. So you know, you'll you'll also have that ability to see, you know, oh, did did this actually go to the site, or did you know, you can get some extra verification that something went through. Exactly, and you can you know you can be sitting out in the field, use your Wi-Fi hotspot to uh, create your own pre-populated job for the next job. Right, right. Hmm? While you're waiting on a tank fill. <laughs> <laughs> That's way too productive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, play solitaire. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would be doing. <laughs> uh, and then this this last uh, point for these release notes. So this was actually from the three version, correct? This uh, last pass uh, being able to use multiple machine wits. Yeah, and that's more of a job sync, correct? Or is that? Oh, um, it actually, is that kind of, kind of it actually crosses boundaries. Okay. So uh, in the past, if you had a, if you had a job. And you open the job and you ran it with a 30 foot width. Mm-hmm. And then you came back in the next day and maybe you had a different machine, but it did the same thing. But it was like a 60 foot width. Mm-hmm. That first pass that you were using, it would always go 30 feet out and then you would over cover right. by 30 feet, right? Yep. So you could never use last pass on that first 
that first pass back in the field the second time. So now you're able to do that. So you're able to transfer that job to the other machine. You're able to open up that mm. job. And the very first, you know, right away, when you reopen that job, it'll jump you from that 30-foot machine. It'll put you over the exact amount so that you can drive right next to where that 30-foot machine is, even though you got a 60-foot machine. Sure. And so, and that's where job sync comes into play as we had to do it for job sync. Um, just in case you happen to have a 120 foot swath, mm-hmm. uh, and a 90 foot sprayer in the same, in the same field. Well, right. 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 Cause guidance lines are hard. Uh, mm-hmm. if you got two different, you got two different sprayers with two different widths, how do you know, you know, where are you going to end up? Yep. All that kind of stuff. So therefore that's where LastPass really kicks in. And so you're able to take that 120 foot sprayer do one swath, have that 90-foot follow it, turn around, mm-hmm. and you're able to just run the field. Yeah, I nice. I didn't even, th- I didn't even think about it. Uh, I, it makes sense. Yeah, we, it was created for job sync, but it may as well apply to, you know, just the way that people have been doing things before. You know, if you're just changing job files via thumb drive or, you know, whatever, it's yep. nice. Yep, totally applies across, so. Um... <laughs> Uh, so as far as this three one release, was there? Do you think there's anything else we wanted to get into, or? Um, not really. There's a there's a few there's a few key items. Uh, you know, is is more reliability. Right? Okay. We're always working on reliability, and and as you can see, the number of uh, new features, and the number of enhancements, um, wasn't uh, wasn't a very long list here, as you can tell. Right. Um, we spent a lot of time on making sure that everything worked well and right. everything, you know, all the bugs were fixed and all the bugs got worked out. And so, um, while we try to do that on every single release, um, this particular release, we spent quite a bit of time working on that stuff, mm-hmm. which kind of, you know, hurts us in the enhancements and new features portion, but, um, really helps our overall quality. Well, uh, right. And I mean, that just kind of goes along with, um, sort of the, kind of release structure that we're getting into you know it's like some of these some of these bug fixes or some of these enhancements they don't need to keep waiting for you know this big shiny new feature that's going to be coming out you know they can come out regularly but then like you said i mean it's still good that it is still there is still that level of mm, sort of care that goes into making sure that it's it's up to it's up to snuff yeah, and that that goes with job sync. Um, a note that I really wanted to make is that you know job sync. Uh, our first initial cut of job sync um, was designed for sprayer only, mm-hmm. and really was kind of designed for Hawkeye only. Oh, and okay. yeah. so we didn't um, we didn't put a lot of care and a lot of attention into planters, and you know we actually we actually knew it uh, that 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 certain things weren't going to work, and we didn't mm-hmm. plan for them to work, but we wanted to make sure that our that we could get it out to market, number mm-hmm. one. Number two is is make sure that that sprayer customer, that customer that's doing custom spraying or, you know, that our, our main bread and butter, our applicators, right. were, were solid in that department. So this last fall, um, we, were able to, we, were able, we were able to make some changes so that we can actually do uh, sprayers and um, granular type applications. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but we still got uh, things that we want to make sure our customers understand is that right now in this particular version, um, 
it's not going to work for planters. Okay, it's not going to work right. for tillers, tillage, tillage type options. Is it designed? Um, right now, it's designed and should be ready for um, sprayers and spreaders, and that's uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. Okay. Well, let's just leave, let's just leave it at that then. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's a good place to leave it. Yeah, no, it's nice.